Welcome to the G3 Podcast. I'm Virgil Walker. I'm here with Scott Annual and Josh Bice. How you doing, sir? Good. How about Good. yourself? I think I'll be all right, man. It's a big week. It's a massive, massive week. In fact, the the the, the idea that my eyes are, are open, I'm wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and ready to go is actually a miracle when I think about all that we've planned going into this conference. You've been on vacation last week, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, massive, massive, <laughs> massive vacation. Absolutely. If you're listening to this particular podcast, you are probably on your way to the 2023 National G3 Conference. Uh, we're excited. We cannot wait for you to get here. Definitely drive safely, fly safely, get here. Uh, again, looking forward to having you participate in this incredible National Conference event. And so it's with that that we wanted to, we wanted to take a minute just as you're, as you're traveling uh, to give you some insight on some things we're thinking about here, uh, even as we walk into this conference. We're thinking about issues around technology. How can we leverage technology? How can we leverage the resources that we have uh, in, in, the, in the kind of environment that we're in so that you can be learning, uh, growing, uh, understanding things about, and, and ideas as it relates to theology, God's sovereignty, and other things uh, that, that might be helpful? How can we do that? We've been thinking about that a lot, uh, not just you know yesterday, but over the course of the last couple of years, have been thinking about how do we do this? And so I, I, I want to kind of uh, turn turn the page over and and think through those things here with Josh as he kind of tees up uh, the the course of our conversation for today. Yeah, technology is a very important thing. It's a useful tool. We use technology, you know, every day in, in many different ways. Mm -hmm. Technology is something that can be used for the glory of God. It is something that can be harnessed for, you know, evil and for sin yeah. as well. Yeah. So there always needs to be this mindset of how can we harness this for the glory of God and yet also pay attention to certain boundaries. But when we think of technology, it's not just the advancement of computer systems mm -hmm. and software applications and social media and all of that. We need to you know, think historically. And you can go back to the 1400s, the mid-1400s. You have a man by the name of uh, Gutenberg, who actually invented this this revolutionary system to basically print books in a way that had never been done before with movable type printing right. opportunities. He had taken this system that looked much like a, a wine press and then yet figured out ways to to craft movable type for letters and to typeset manuscripts and then to press that out in ink form on paper, which could then be bound into books and then, you know, of course, distributed far and wide. When you think about that technology, it was revolutionary. Yeah, so you have the mid-1400s, and then coming just after that was this really important year in 1517 when you have Martin Luther coming onto the scene and the 95 Theses, and you have the explosion of the Reformation. And so in many ways, you see that God used and planned out all of this because we, we have to remember that we have a sovereign God who's, yeah. who's orchestrating all of this. Yeah. And he sets things up in such a way that this wonderful invention had been not only put into place, but tested and then, you know, perfected in many ways. So that when the spark of the Reformation happens, 
you have Luther's works that are being printed and published and spread far and wide. So technology has been something that God has used for for you know centuries we can look back throughout you know human history and see various different forms of technology that's been used for the glory of God. In fact, Gutenberg's first really major work that was was printed on his press was a Bible. Yeah. If you if you were to travel to Mainz, Germany today, there's a museum set up for this this wonderful you know history of of the printing press and you can see these ornate decorative bibles that are on display in his museum it's a wonderful thing but when we think about technology the reformers were using technology keep in mind when when luther goes you know down to the the castle church door in wittenberg germany on october 31st 1517 on Reformation Day, he didn't have, you know, what we typically have in terms of social media. He right. didn't have Twitter or X. Right. He didn't have, you know, Facebook and, right. and IG. He didn't have all these different forms of social media that we enjoy. So he takes something that was, you know, handwritten. He goes down, he, 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 he attaches it to the castle church door, which was in many ways a community bulletin board, and they would use that for the purpose of having conversations to spark a debate, mm-hmm. to talk out issues. And then his students would actually take copies of that and then have it typeset, and then it would be spread far and wide. And that's how it would eventually end up causing such a stir within the Roman Catholic Church. So can technology be used for the glory of God? And I would say absolutely, and how we use it today matters as well on tablets, computers, websites, social media and so on and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When, when we think about the, the impact of technology used in, in a providential way by the hand of God th- through the means of, of mere men, people reading that information, people reading the ideas, and then have it, it having the impact of that, that it did regarding the Reformation, um, that's, that was a massive, absolutely massive impact. I mean, that, that, the, 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 the far-reaching results of which were huge, mm-hmm. absolutely huge. Uh, people's lives were changed and transformed because of the fact that they now had access to theology for the first time. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting to think through how technology was used then and then the rapid expansion of even, even uh, Reformed theology now through things like the Internet. Absolutely. Right, right. Um, when we think about Luther... Um, the 95 theses and the impact that 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 work had all the result of uh, of technology folks taking it off the off the wall and printing it out and having others read it uh, that has a massive impact mm. and it, it, it sparked uh, the Reformation yeah. when I think about modern day you know the modern day reformed theology if you will that mm. has been has permeated culture um, I think about you know, a lot of folks are, are reading, um, you know, works of antiquity or are being impacted by ministries like R.C. Sproul's or John MacArthur's all through the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we're seeing a revival. We've seen a revival mm-hmm. of that Reformation as a result. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good, good, important way to frame the conversation, because when we typically think of technology, we think of electronics, Internet and these sorts of things. But what we're talking about our tools, mediums of communication. That's right. Right. And I think you, you talked about the the evolution of technology. I think there's two two things we need to think about when we think about that evolution. One, 
with every transition and every new form of communi- uh, of communication and technology, you gain some things and then you also lose some things. So you never want to completely get rid of, of different forms of communication. I think about you know, the art of letter writing that we've mm-hmm. lost, you know, mm-hmm. or people, you know, from a more oral culture will talk about the value of memory. Right. Well, we don't, we, we've often lost that skill of memorization because yes. of technologies that definitely have pros and definitely gain us something, but we also lose something too. So yeah. there's got to be this balance, yeah. you know, with, with different forms of communi- communication. And then the second thing that we need, that we maybe we can flesh out a little bit, is the fact that various kinds of technology, various mediums of communication influence and affect the way that that content is being communicated. It does. Whether it be spoken word, the spoken word is different from the written word, is different from visual imagery, is different from digital. And so we've, none of it's neutral and we've got to consider, okay, how do these tools help us? And what are the potential dangers for these tools? Yeah. And we like with so many things in the Christian life, we just have to be discerning and yeah. apply yeah. biblical principles to these various technologies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about just in, in our own lifetime, uh, many of us can you know attest to the fact that we've seen technology just change rapidly. Right. And you think about you know the computer and how it's developed. I mean, it's, it used to be this massive thing, and now we have these really slimline very powerful, fast, mm-hmm. effective, efficient. We used to have 586 megs of RAM. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and, and some of the younger people listening to this podcast are going to laugh at us, but, um, you know, th- these floppy yep. disks yep. that we used to put and into a machine, yep, yep. and, you know, you would hear the sound, it would start running, and yep. it would get Dot really matrix hot. Matrix printers I mean, and it was all that stuff. D- dialing up to AOL. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we today can say, hey, Siri take me home from wherever we are. And then suddenly we start hearing voice communication and a full on GPS appears on our phone and we go right to our address. Um, But, you know, once upon a time we had these maps that we unfolded and looked and started reading signs. And so just the way that we use technology has radically shifted and and much of that is for the good. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can be. I mean, I'm thinking as well about what we're what's on the horizon yeah. with things like AI, yeah, um, and and the challenges therein. I mean, I'm, we're, I was reading something the other day where you know pastors are thinking about rather than crafting a, a, a sermon, they're thinking about having AI do their sermon for them. Yeah, um, those kinds of things. I mean, th- there's there's a positive. Uh, I think there's a way to leverage and use utilize technology, but then there's also the the, the drawbacks. The well, negative. that's not well. That's not preaching, first of all. Right. And mm-hmm. be sure your sins will find you out. Yeah. I <laughs> promise you, it, it, it will happen. Absolutely. Um, but but thinking in terms of what you said a moment ago, Virgil, is extremely important. We think about you know Luther, mm-hmm. and you think about Gutenberg's press, and how God used providentially orchestrated the steps of men so that these various forms of technology would be in place to be able to move the the theology of the Reformation onward. Yes. And then you mentioned how many people, you know, across planet Earth have come into contact yeah. with, say, an R.C. Sproul right. or a John MacArthur. Right. Much of that was through the internet or through radio stations right. in primitive locations, and they're hearing you know, the voice of John MacArthur, right. having never seen his face before yeah, yeah. for many years, or, you know, 
coming across the the writings of the Puritans mm. because of the internet. Yeah. And so if you study the Young Restless Reformed movement, um, which has certainly failed and bombed to present day, uh, but but when you go back and look at that movement, you will see that it was the rise of technology and the internet that allowed for that movement to be sparked as well. And so I say that we, you know, we, we need to continue to use technology for the glory of God and figuring out ways to not only publish, but to be able to speak and to share various different media content so that we can continue to deliver the message of God to God's people and to strengthen local churches far and wide. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, we've been thinking about about these very things here, mm-hmm. you know, here right. at, at G3. <clears throat> how do we leverage a, a podcast uh, to make sure that more and more people have access to the ideas to sound biblical theology so that they can be, you know, educated, encouraged, equipped in the things of God? How, how do we how do we leverage our, our Internet uh, in that we have a, a blog space? And and we're we're having you know people that we trust who are writing uh, great articles about cultural issues, mm-hmm. as every every area every avenue we're thinking about uh, these kinds of concepts and ideas. What what are we doing kind of moving forward as we as we get ready for this conference uh, to tell people about it and to engage in as it relates to yeah. as it relates to technology? Yeah, well, I think you know the 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 idea is that we're. We're trying to communicate God's truth for the encouragement, edification, and and glory of God, mm. and equipping of the saints in in all of these different mediums, right? So we have things like a podcast. We have uh, we're we're involved in producing documentaries like the cessationist documentary. Mm. But at the same time, we don't want to lose the preached word. Correct. So we have the preached word, but then we utilize technology to, to get that, that get those videos or yep. those audio. Uh, sermons available to folks, yeah. but then, but then we don't want to miss the printed word as well. Yes. So we're publishing books and articles in the, in, in a blog uh, uh, medium, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's the key. Again, is this is this wide view, both from those who are producing content, but also I would just say to people listening as a consumer, you don't want to limit yourself to just one form of technology or media. Absolutely, like, like documentaries are good. There's value to that. But they don't replace sermons. They don't replace the preaching of God's word. You don't want to just play documentaries in a Sunday morning worship service. We need we need preaching uh, uh, of God's word through the sermon. Uh, Don't lose the skill of reading. Read good books. Listening to podcasts is wonderful. Listening to sermons is wonderful. Watching documentaries is wonderful. But what we have to read as well, yeah. and so so we, from a content production standpoint, are trying to reach into all of these areas yeah. and utilize technology in the best way we can for discipleship for the glory of God. And then, from a consumer standpoint, from somebody who is seeking out good content, we also need to make sure that we're we're pulling in that content from all those different forms yeah. of media. As you're talking about that from a standpoint of the G3 press side of mm-hmm. the house, I think about it from a standpoint of what we're doing in, in the area of our conferences and our workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I looked at this this particular conference, I wanted, to, I wanted to maximize every opportunity to capture content. I know you're doing content creation with, with different 
writers and trying to make sure publications are out, books are printed. I'm looking at it from a standpoint of how much content can we capture mm-hmm. at a conference the, of the preached word? Yeah. Uh, what, what can we do for the audience who may not have been able to get to our conferences? Can we create a, a unique and dynamic interaction and interface for them in the live stream space? And so we, we've done a number of different things. We've got the, the documentaries that, that are there, the cessationist movie. We've got uh, the essential church movie. <clears throat> All of these things are opportunities for people to see, experience, be engaged there in person, but also it's documented. It, we're, we're, we're capturing that content for the purpose of and just, just think it. about the value of that. Like yeah. we don't have video or audio sermons of Martin Luther and John Calvin and Jonathan Edwards, right? But we have we have the the ability and the opportunity to capture, yes. like you like you mentioned, yes. as much of the preaching and interviews and and Q&As and, and interaction of men of God so that, that their, their, their contribution, they're, they're writing books, they're writing blogs, mm-hmm. they're con, you know, contributing in many different ways, but we're able to preserve that and then have that impact continue for, for generations to yeah, come, which yeah. is such a great blessing. Yeah. It's, mm. a, it's a lot of fun to work on and, and, and to think through and to think about. And I know, Josh, you often have ideas about maybe how we need to amplify this in a certain way and, and different ways. As, as we've kind of looked at, at um, what we're going to do, maybe unleash or launch here at, uh, at the conference, any, any thoughts about that or anything that you want to share about that? Yeah, we have some big announcements. And yeah. so we've had some things in the works for a while. We're happy to share it with you today. Obviously, if you're on your way to uh, join us for the 2023 G3 National Conference, you're going to see this put on display uh, right out of the chute yeah. when we step out onto the platform there to welcome everyone you know, to the conference. But we want to unveil for everyone who watches and listens to this podcast, a project that we've been working on that falls under, really under Scott's oversight responsibilities. So Scott, why don't you take it away and give us a little test drive? Absolutely. So we, we're excited to announce we've, uh, we've had the G3 app for a number of years. We've tried to build that out with good content for God's glory. But it, it became clear in the last couple of years that we wanted to do something more. Mm-hmm. And so as of this week, we are launching G3+. Plus, mm-hmm. And uh, it will replace the current G3 app. So if you have the G3 app downloaded already, you probably have already received a notification for update. If not, go in there and manually update it. You'll have the new app. There's also a web version of G3+, Plus at plus.g3min.org. Mm-hmm. And the real value of this, again, it's a it's an upgrade in technology. Uh, the the app is is designed to be able to deliver excellent quality content in video format, in audio format, and ebooks. Our entire G3 Press book library, every book that we've published up to this point, and every book going forward, is available within G3 Plus mm-hmm. in an ebook format. That's going to be a, a fantastic tool. We've got audiobooks, several audiobooks already, more to be added later. Of course, all of our conference archives, our interviews, our podcast episodes, G3 clips, all within the app. Plus, you know, I've been telling people as I've been talking to some people about this, I really think one of the great strengths among so many of the G3 conference over the years is bringing together like-minded men in ministry in one place 
and being able to, to, to you know, uh, appreciate and, and, and benefit from the value of all those. Well, we're doing that with G3 Plus as well. We are partnering with various ministries like HeartCry, like Media Gratier, uh, several other ministries where we have documentaries and sermons and conferences and all sorts of content that will be right there in G3 Plus as well. So we're really praying that this will be a, a helpful tool that will help to further accomplish what has been the mission since the beginning yeah. of equipping, edifying, and strengthening God's people for His glory. Absolutely. We are thrilled to be able to speak about this project with you. And then, of course, to talk about, you know, the voices of the past. You know, we talked about, you know, you said a moment ago, we don't have the preaching of a Martin Luther and we don't have the preaching of, say, a Spurgeon. uh, But we do have the voice of those men like, say, a James Montgomery Boyce. And he's going to be here, you know, in this tool that we have available on the app, uh, G3+. And so, so many different things are available. So let's talk about it just for a moment because I'm really excited about it. Um, So the app itself is free. Right. Correct. So uh, anyone can have the G3 app and there's going to be free content available. But if you subscribe to the G3 Plus option, then you have so much more. Right. So let's just think about that um, in terms of, okay, so if I buy a book a month, well, what does a book cost in terms of ebook? It yeah, could, ebook nine ninety nine probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, if if you're a subscriber to G three plus, that's five ninety nine a month, and you're going to have every single book that we've published to date available, and it and it functions in a really smooth fashion, yep. much like a Kindle. Yep. I mean, right there in the app, you just scroll over. It's a really nice reading experience, and then you know in perpetuity as a subscriber we're going to be publishing at at minimum one book a month sometimes two books a month and so you're going to get all of those books for free as a subscriber and then well again let's just be honest if you're a subscriber you're not getting it for free you're paying for it but you're getting it at a really discounted rate I mean, you're getting it at a at a much lower rate than if you were just to go to Amazon and purchase right, it in a right. in an ebook format. Right. But but the beauty is is you get more than the books. You get the documentaries or the documentaries, depending on how we pronounce that <laughs> word. <laughs> and uh, and then of course, you know, you get so much more. So so what else is available in in G three plus? Well, we've got a number of teaching series as well, which will be we're hoping churches will be able to use this sort of thing. Uh, Justin Peters' Clouds Without Waters teaching series is in G3+, as well as uh, other content from, from Justin. Uh, we are producing teaching series here uh, with, with, with ourselves on, on worship, why are you afraid, various topics. Uh, so again, those are things that we hope families can use uh, in, in homeschooling and family worship. Absolutely. Uh, we even have a whole Greek video series uh, that, that my own son is using in, in homeschool to learn Greek. Um, so there's teaching tools that we hope, again, families and churches will be able to use. And again, all of that's included in the five ninety nine monthly subscription. What about bloopers? And what about some of the things that maybe <laughs> some, never shows up in yeah, an actual st- podcast? St- stuff that probably shouldn't show up in. We've yeah. got a whole section set aside for Virgil Walker Thank, bloopers. Yeah, thanks no. for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we but seriously, that. we do. We we've, got, we've got behind-the-scenes content already. By the way, with something like the cessationist documentary, we've got <laughs> – documentary, there I go again. <laughs> uh, we have, we have behind-the-scenes footage of the making of – 
especially if, if you've, you you may not have seen the the, the film yet. It, it premieres this Thursday. Uh, but once you do, you'll see there are some really uh, powerful scenes in that documentary. Um, I can't say it right, but uh, uh, and we've got behind the, the scenes footage yeah. of how those those were made, so which that's, is that's, really super cool. It's really neat, yeah. 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 And then yes, we uh, we have our our, our faithful uh, media director collecting bloopers, yeah. behind the scenes stuff yeah. from the G three podcast. Yeah. We already have in the app. Uh, it's been on YouTube for a while, but you may not have seen it. Uh, about a year and a half ago now, uh, Dr. Stephen Lawson came on the G three network uh, meeting, which is a private meeting just for G3 uh, church network pastors. But we put out a video because there were some pretty humorous moments in that uh, Speaking of technology. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Some people just don't quite know how to use it. They can't turn off Zoom. Um, So that's already in there. So we'll have, we have a whole section that will be just sort of humorous things. Uh, Content for children. There's a whole, uh, we've developed a, a Tune My Heart 52 week catechism that draws from the Heidelberg, Westminster, the Baptist catechism, 52 question and answers so that you can do one question uh, a week with your family or with your church. And we've recorded uh, video and audio of every single one of those. So you can, you can, you're on a trip, you can play that in your car, have those Q and A's playing, you know, as you, as you drive and your kids are just soaking in yeah. those question and answers. I, I came in your office at one point, you had some music or something playing. We've got, we've got some recordings of hymns, instrumental and vocal, uh, that, that are again, just to be an encouragement to folks. Yeah, but everything from hymns of the living God is available as well. Right. So Psalms and hymns of the living God, there's a number of, of resources in G3 plus mm-hmm. supplement resources. Uh, you can download uh, all of the hymns, at least the ones that are not copyrighted for free. Uh, there is also accompaniment, piano accompaniment for the entire Psalms and Hymns of the Living God right there in the app. Wow. So again, a family and family worship or even a small church plant, small church doesn't have an accompanist. You can open G3+. Plus. You can choose that psalm or that hymn. It's got an introduction and then every stanza of the hymn. So you've got accompaniment so wow, that you can play. Great. So all of that is right there in G3+. Yeah, that's, great. that's great. A lot of great things that are there that are, and, and more coming. I'm excited about the conference portion of it because yeah. for those who maybe are listening to this and aren't at the conference, uh, you can actually— What's wrong with you, people? Oh, I, no <laughs> doubt about that. No doubt about that. But they can actually watch the live stream yep. through the app. Yep. And yeah. so it's a, a real seamless well, way to do that. To that point, Virgil. Um, so we're doing something really unique this year with the the live show. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming to the conference, you're going to see you're going to see probably this very desk yeah. that's going to be out there um, for the live show. That's going to be happening throughout the conference weekend. Um, but if you're an attendee, you're probably not going to be able to take in that show because right. you're going to be moving and shaking a, a, yes. about the you know the, the conference, yes. right? Yes. But the cool thing is, is we're going to actually publish that live show in the app at G3 Plus. Yeah, right. yeah. All that all that content will be available. We've got special guests who are coming in uh, to talk with the, with the, our hosts uh, and hostess that will be uh, interviewing. We've got some great people that are going to be a part of that. You'll want to you'll want to see that for sure. If you're at home, no reason for you not to tune in. And then if you're a G3 Plus subscriber, you'll be able to access that that content yeah. as well. So, yeah, speaking yeah. of technology, we should have had Dr. Lawson on here to talk about <laughs> fountain pens and <laughs> things of that nature. Maybe we should have a debate between Phil Johnson and Stephen Lawson on fountain pens versus iPads. Oh. 
<laughs> and the and the Apple Pencil. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. You'd be the Apple Pencil guy. Which will survive yeah. better being left on the top of a car and then driving away and having it fall off? Is that the deal? Yeah. I've heard I, that happen to Phil. Yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure. I haven't heard that story, yeah. but but both of them would not work well being, you know, on top of a vehicle no. and yeah. falling no. off. So, But the nice thing, too, about G3 Plus, we're going to be constantly adding new content. Yeah. We are constantly producing new content. Uh, we're continually establishing new partnerships with other ministries for their content as well. So this will be an ever-growing collection of media. And again, one of the values is you know G3, you know what we stand for, and so we're curating the best content. So this is biblical content that you can trust. You can hand this app to your to your your teenagers and say, hey, you know, view away yeah. and not have to worry about what they're going to get, which, by the way, is a wonderful, a wonderful tool, too. You know, yeah. kids love technology. They love digital media. But we have to be so careful. Mm-hmm. Well, not with G3+. Plus. Yeah. You can hand it to them. They're going to get sound theology. They're going to be able to watch videos and listen to audio and begin to, to soak in biblical truth through G3+. Plus. Yeah, let me mention just a couple of things by way of technology. Maybe I could just throw a, a you know, a, a suggestion or two out to people that might be listening to this podcast, a couple of tools that I use that I think are really helpful that might be useful to you. And one of our sponsors within G3 Ministries is Logos Bible Software. And, you know, I think back to, you know, days gone by when I would go on a trip, maybe even, you know, to speak at an event, and I really wanted to take some some resources with me. And yet it was like my luggage was just super heavy because I was trying to stuff these books down in there. I wanted to be able to read those books. And and yet now we have the beauty of the cloud. We have the beauty of this software that we can use that's available on tablets. It's available on, you know, your laptop. And you have your entire library that's accessible, which is searchable which you know you can highlight, you can copy and paste. It provides automatic footnotes for research purposes and for writing papers or just documenting your your sources for sermons even. It's a very powerful tool that I use every single week. I typically do start by writing out a sermon. <clears throat> I think it's really helpful to start by writing out. It slows me down. It makes me think about what I'm, you know, writing. And, and then eventually move to typing it. it but, but uh, you know, at some point throughout that entire process, I'm, I'm using not only physical books, mm-hmm. but I'm using also Logos Bible software. It's a really, really powerful tool, yeah. and, and I would commend that to you. Yeah. Yeah. We've, got an, we've got another uh, sponsor in Accountable to You. Mm-hmm. You've had opportunity yep. to, to leverage that as I a resource. That with my kids. Yeah. 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 Tell, tell us a little bit about it's that. It's just a wonderful, and I, my, my son's 16. He's uh, about to get his license, so he's, you know, I want him to have a phone for safety and those sorts of things. And so Accountable to You is a wonderful, uh, wonderful tool. It's really an accountability tool. And we had a conversation, so you, 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 you can use this. Men can use this with, with other men for accountability or husbands with wives. And, uh, and it just it, it allows for an accountability measure. And so I, you set up a partner, and, and I am Caleb's partner, and he is my partner. I want him to know that I, I want accountability for these sorts of things too. Uh, really easy to use, available on all devices, and I found it to be really a really helpful accountability tool. Yeah. It kind of goes back to what you were, you were talking about earlier, whereas you know, we definitely want to use technology for good. 
uh, but there's also the opportunity for for wickedness and evil. Yeah. Uh, and of course, as as technology magnifies your ability to access things, uh, the, the the opportunity for evil is there as well. And so, having tools like that are are, are wonderful. Having resources like Logos and other tools like that mm-hmm. are are helpful. As we kind of put a button on what we're talking about about here, Josh. Any last words or thoughts or encouragements that you would give to those who are listening? Yeah, I mean, just one more tool that I use personally. I'm just getting this set up at home, but it's called Bark. You can go on Google and just Google that software. Um, You can purchase that, have a little system, you know, it'll be delivered to your home. You can plug it into your router and it's a filtration software. But what it also does is it goes beyond just blocking websites. So you, you can actually use it. There's an app version that's available as well. And it will actually send you notifications if if there's anything that maybe your children are talking about, even in email or text messages, that could signal problems. And so um, you, you can set up the, the various levels for that. Super helpful tool. So that's Bark. And uh, again, I would commend that to you as well. Yeah. But as we land the airplane in the conversation, I would just simply state that we should not demonize technology. Technology is a really good thing, yeah. and I think that we can use it for the glory of God. We do need to rec- you know, recognize boundaries, obviously. We do need to perhaps even talk about time limits with mm-hmm. technology, how we manage our homes. I know that this is something that we talk about in our home often. Yeah. Our children have certain time limits that we put on them for technology use. And we need to be consistently looking at ourselves as well and thinking about that as parents. It's not just children shouldn't be on their PS5s, but a certain number of hours per day. But how are we as parents modeling that? And sometimes if we're honest, you know, myself personally, you you just really have to think in terms of what does your home life look like? How accessible are you? And I think back to, you know, conversations I've had with my wife in, in days past you know, if you're watching television or reading a newspaper, which is days gone by, obviously, right, right, right. Um, you're more accessible than you are if you're buried in a phone. Yeah. There's just your mind is doing something differently. Yeah. Yeah. And so we need to recognize that. Use technology for the glory of God. Preach the gospel. Share the gospel. Learn and grow as we study God and study theology. However, we also need to recognize that there is a real enemy that will also use technology for our demise, yeah. as, you, as you were as you were uh, sharing that the, the idea of monitoring and tracking how how much you use, I, I, a smile came on my face because I'm I'm at a different stage than than you than you men are. You've got both of you have have kids at home uh, and the like, and you're trying to track what the kids are doing. I had that process of doing that uh, to some degree, and for me, it's been it's been more of how much time am I spending mm-hmm. engaged in that behavior? To you know, we, the kids aren't home, uh, wife is there, and it's probably good for me to put the phone down uh, and pay attention to my bride from time to time. So just an opportunity to be thinking through where you are, what that looks like for you, your stage of life, and making sure that to to the point that you made, Josh, that we're using technology for the benefit and glory of God. Yeah. So. So as we come to the close today, before I hand it back to you, Virgil, for final thoughts, speaking of technology, you're on your way to the G3 National Conference, or perhaps you can't join us, but you're getting ready for it. Technology, hashtags, what's the official hashtag for this conference? And you don't put me on the spot right here, huh? Hashtag G3 2023. I like it. That's simple. That's simple. Hashtag G3 2023. 
definitely, definitely be tweeting that out, uh, using it in social media, Xing fe- it out, or Facebook, Xing it out. Is that what we're supposed like to say? Hosting, now? hosting, now, hosting, yeah. hosting it out. That's garbage. I'm just gonna say, it's garbage. I'm with you. That is garbage. I like tweeting. I'll always why, be tweeting. I don't know why. He, I don't know why he changed it. Anyway, G three hashtag G three twenty twenty three G three twenty twenty three. Definitely put that out. Be looking for that. If you're not at the conference, you you, you can you can at least go on social media and see what you missed, and then prepare because there'll be things coming up in 2024, and then we'll have another national conference in 2025, Lord willing. So we want you to be there. We want you to be a part. I hope this has been a benefit to you uh, and to your family as well. And so it's with that we want you to like, share, subscribe uh, to the G3 podcast here on YouTube or wherever you're wherever you're downloading that information. Uh, tell others about the conference, about uh, about the podcast. Uh, we definitely want you to be a part of what we're doing. Some great things that are happening here at G3. And as we continue to grow and expand and, and do all that we can for the glory of God, we want you to be a part of that. So join us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on the G3 Podcast.